Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Evmos community call. Let's take a listen. Okay. Cool. We've got uh, a stacked agenda for you folks. As always, I feel like. Um, but uh, let's let's take a step back here. So, uh, welcome everyone to one of the strongest community calls in the interchain. With you always, your host, the Evmos Twitter account. Also, with me, my co-host, uh, Akash. You want to say hi, Akash? Yes. Uh, it has been a while since I've uh, since I've spoke on on one of these governance calls. So I'm happy to happy to say hello. Cool. Yeah, and we will be talking about governance as our first agenda topic. After which, we'll be introducing all of the guests that are up here on stage with us. Uh, and they'll be talking about uh, some of the exciting projects that they're working on. Uh, followed by that, we'll be talking about some of the updates from this past week, uh, how you can uh, revoke approvals, for example. Uh, we'll be recapping some of our learnings from, from the block speed upgrade. We'll be talking about some upcoming events and the grants program as well. Cool. And so now without further ado, let me dive into the latest governance roundup real quick. As you know, the airdrop has been extended to the end of the month, to basically 1st of August. And what that means is that if you were worried about missing out on your airdrop, uh, you can certainly go and try claiming it now. Um, if you want to check whether or not you're eligible, there's a few airdrop uh, eligibility tools out there. My favorite is cointool.app slash airdrop slash evmos. You just navigate over to that page. Um, you'll be able to, to check whether any of your addresses are eligible for, for the airdrop, which is swell. Um, and yeah, again, the airdrop will begin decaying now at the end of this month. So 1st of August is... is uh is when you want to shoot to claim uh before that date if you've had uh, issues with kepler uh you know kepler changing your evmos address on you or whatnot um please reach out to this twitter account dm us um if you have this issue and we have a fix in the works for you folks. If you've had other issues with the airdrop in the past, those should all be addressed now. So uh, please do try and claim and report back the MRR uh, diligent mods in the Discord to uh, get that sorted. Now, uh, what else has been going on uh, in governance uh, this past week? There's been a lot of discussion in the Commonwealth, and that's commonwealth.im, letter I, letter M, uh, slash Evmos, commonwealth.im slash Evmos. Um, and uh, th this is basically the forum where all governance discussions happen for, for Evmos. Um, and uh, one of the main discussions that I wanted to highlight is folks are talking about uh, two things. One is uh, incentives for native Evmos dApps. So that's, you know, dApps like Fusion, SpaceFi, uh, Earnmos, uh, Cronus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also incentives for the Evmos Osmo liquidity pool on Osmosis. Uh, so uh, feel free to chime in with your thoughts there. I think that proposal is actually going to go live fairly soon. Uh, so you should uh, see that enacted uh, on your, your Osmo LPs, um, you know, by, by the next time we have this call, maybe. We'll see. Uh, beyond that, 
um, a proposal just passed to allow uh, the Osmo token to be used uh, in the Evmos EVM layer, which means that uh, Osmo can now be used in uh, anywhere you can use uh, DeFi, uh, for example. So, uh, you know, Osmo can be traded on Diffusion or, uh, or what have you. Um, so feel free to check that out. And Adam is next. So there is another proposal uh, that is live right now um, for what, you know, for whitelisting Adam to be used on the EVM layer on Evmos. Uh, so Adam normally uh, is an IVC coin, just like Osmo, uh, and uh, it needs whitelisting uh, to be able to, to be converted into an ERC-20 token on, on the EVM layer. Uh, so go ahead and check that out uh, and then vote away. So those are, those are the main three topics uh, for governance. Uh, now we can sort of turn our attention to uh, the guests on stage. So we've got uh, we've got Paige Dow and we've got Bunny from uh, from Dora. Uh, Paige Dow, do you want to go first and sort of introduce you know yourself, the project, and what you guys are are planning uh, with Atmos? Hey, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um... Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so my name is uh, Thomas Dylan Daniel. I'm the founder of the Page DAO. I've uh, been a philosophy professor and a uh, biotech R and D director, and it's just been kind of a wild ride. So now I'm in blockchain, and we're basically trying to take on the publishing industry and say, no, you've you've got the incentives backwards. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to structure you know, deals for self-publishing authors to come and, uh, you know, create NFT books with extremely low fees um, and kind of use uh, Web3 technology to turn the publishing market on its head. Um, we've been at it for about two and a half years, um, all in, in terms of just R&D and, you know, kind of figuring out how the market looks. Um, we've launched multiple DAOs and full of different, uh, <laughs> you know, um, publishing communities. Uh, and companies in in this space with us now, um, we have a robust group of uh, different DApps that are building alongside us, um, and we are creating a, a Cosmos app chain specifically designed with uh, books and other written published content in mind called the Page Network. Um, so my co-founder and partner is basically spearheading the L1 charge, and while he's doing that. I'm uh, trying to get the page token uh, ready to go IBC um, because one of the big plans that we have is to offer our user base um, a plethora of, of different options within the IBC community to uh, mint their books. To. Um, so most notably, like with Secret Network, um, there's a privacy layer that our user uh, that our users will just absolutely love. Um, we haven't been able to completely effectively solve the token gating problem uh, yet. Um, so, so we're looking you know, forward to working with Secret there. Um, we've already deployed a membership NFT to Evmos, and it's currently listed on Orbit Market. Um, but actually, none of the drop recipients have yet listed one. So <laughs> um, you, you can go to evmos.nftbookbazaar.com, pick one up if you want one. Um, and right now, what I'm what I'm here to talk to everyone about is our plan for the future of the page token, uh, which was started about a year ago on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, it is an ERC twenty token. Right now, the total supply is about ten million. Uh, we just passed a governance proposal uh, to allocate page tokens to um, governance uh, via DAO-DAO. Um, and to osmosis um, as an external incentive uh, for uh, an LP that we're hoping to start uh, there as soon as we're, you know, kind of ready. Um, so basically our goal in uh, the near term with Evmos is to get the page token approved um, for an ERC-20 token wrapper, um, which will allow users on the Evmos network to do things with it. Um, we, we could potentially talk about doing like an LP on diffusion maybe, or, you know, some other things in the Evmos community more specifically. Um, but right now my task is basically just to kind of try to guide this, you know, behemoth 
of a plan um, into place and begin, you know, offering, uh, you know, next generation publishing services to uh, users of, you know, the IBC community and the Ethereum community, possibly Binance at some point. Uh, so, you know, that, that's kind of the backstory. Sweet. Thanks, Dylan. And, and maybe if, if you guys tweet something out, uh, we, you know, we can retweet it from the main account to raise visibility uh, for what your plans are and where people can find these, these NFTs. Perfect. Um, yeah, and I'm going to try to get more involved in Commonwealth. And uh, yeah, I, I plan to be, uh, I, I guess the next step is going to be to draft a proposal that'll say, you know, hey, we want to be an ERC-20 on Evmos and just, just put that up to a vote, that type of thing. Totally, totally. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so this is going to be another one of these um, whitelistings similar to the Osmo one that just passed and, and the Atom one that is upcoming. Uh, yeah, very welcome. Awesome. Well, uh, uh, next up, we have Bunny from Dora. Uh, hey, how's it going? Do you want to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what Dora is and does? Hi. Yeah, of course. Um, also, I was going to say, we have someone else from our team here, too. It's at techie. Um, I think Anne just requested to speak. I don't see their request just yet. Um, okay. Once it comes in, I'll be able to, to bring them up. I'm looking for them as well in the, uh, in the audience, but I can't find them. All good. But yeah, sure. Um, so in the meantime, I guess I can introduce myself and then I'll let Anne expand a little bit more on the, uh, she's one of our designers. I'll let Anne expand on some, in some of our design philosophies, especially when it comes to using a, you know, a chain that is, oh, just give me a second. Oh, wait, yeah, I'm just look, lost internet. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so some of our design philosophies, especially when it comes to something that um, Dora, which is a multi change search engine it's built for specifically which is that hey you have you, know, you have token that it's compatible EBM IBC is in a ERC20 you don't necessarily want to have multiple explorers to be able to visualize what is happening in a single chain nonetheless do you want also to have to switch multiple block explorers or you know it's basically a search engine at this point whenever you want to visualize something happening in one domain or, or another so at Dora, um, I guess, came about since a lot of the backgrounds that uh, my co-founder Vivian and I have are fairly mixed within fairly centralized institutions. Um, one being more on the Facebook, maybe more on within the group, within the quantitative market structure finance. Um, a lot of the information is very fairly centralized. A lot of the information is very, very easy. Easily accessible after, of course, you get through a certain period of like more gated institutions, um, which thankfully crypto does solve by making a lot of this information public. Yet um, there's no single place where you can get access to this information in a fairly standardized manner. There's um, it is quite difficult to index that like cross chain, and it's more even more difficult to interact with that cross chain, which a chain like you know. Fmos that is EVM and IBC compatible does allow you to finally interact with a lot of dApps, which is great. Um, but still, there's a more need for this type of critical infrastructure in the space. So that's how Dora came about. We want to be able to we we want to fund, we're partnering with Fmos because we believe that this is a great example of how if information is happening on one side of the chain or is happening on the other, it doesn't matter. You should be able to view it on Dora very easily just by connecting with your wallet or being able to put in an address in a non-KYC manner um, that respects, of course, your privacy as well. And if you want to see other wallets of other people as well, and you want to see what they're up to without having to necessarily you know, as well dox them, you want to check the chain, you can do it on Dora as well. Um, let me double check with Anne real quick if Anne is able to join now. I think. Uh, I, I want to make sure that she's able to talk uh, more openly about the design aspect of it. Totally, totally. And yeah, just a note, uh, I think a lot of speakers in the past haven't realized that uh, you need to be on your phone uh, on the Twitter space in order to, to speak. A lot of, I don't know if this is Anne's issue, but a lot of them have tried to do it through, uh, through oh, the browser. Browser, yeah, no, they haven't. Um, 
<laughs> you cannot do that just yet. Yeah. Um, okay. Anne has requested again, apparently. Um, I see a request from Fahim, Fahim Raj, but mm. not from not not Anne. No. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I guess if not. Oh, um, there, there we go. Oh, there, we there go. you go. Um, okay. It just came in. All good. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hello. Yeah, is this working now? Awesome. Yes. Thank yeah, you so much. You. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, fine. just I'll introduce myself a little bit and like what we're doing with design at Dora. So I am a product des designer with Dora. And I would say that Dora is definitely a design first company, which is a really valuable thing um, in like Web3 and developing new tools. And um, what we're doing really is like, we really want to take an approach at kind of normalizing the blockchain for a wider audience, especially because we are like Bunny kind of explained showing, you know, multiple chains in our Explorer at once. And so it's really about like representing like multi-chain and cross-chain activity and that kind of like cross-chain gymnastics. Um, so some things that we really focus on, for example, like we spend a lot of time developing our transaction list because we really want to improve um, our users relationships with explorers um, understanding transactions and like what's happening to your money and what's happening on the blockchain like across the board um, so yeah a lot of it is really about like giving confidence and ownership to our users and you know helping people understand like what's going on at a bigger picture. So yeah, I would say like Dora is that human layer of the blockchain. And you know, that's what we're working towards. So yeah. Super. Yeah, there, there's a huge need for uh, uh, an interchain centric explorer versus explorers that just focus on one chain and, uh, and have you like switch between them. Um, can I ask, I don't know, you know how much of of this information is is public knowledge now, or can I ask you know what what chains you're going to be uh, supporting, you know, in the first launch, or sort of what timelines are, or anything like that, or it's okay if you well, want to keep that under wraps for now. Um, we are doing a bit of a soft launch soon um, around the time of ETC that I think uh, it's fairly public knowledge. What um, is not public knowledge just yet will be the chains that we're partnering with from the get-go. Of course, uh, one of them, I think, um, that is public knowledge is that we're partnering with a chain that is EBM and IBC compatible. So I guess there's a, a few names that may come to mind, you know? <laughs> and then another one that I think will be interesting will be seeing uh, messaging that it's EBM and Substrate compatible as well, and also a validator and a validator list bridge. As well, because in that way, then you can uh, what Anne calls, um, and I, I love the phrasing for it is uh, multi-chain gymnastics. Um, you can see messaging coming from you know, South Street VN compatible chain going through a validator, validator list bridge chain, which has some implications as to like how you will go about indexing either another set of validators or indexing just two chains and then just pairing that messaging between them. And you see, you know, arriving in an EVM and IBC compatible chain. Gotcha, for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, I, I do love that term. Uh, thank you, Anne, for uh, the, what was it? Multi-chain multi uh, multi multi gymnastics. gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be using that from now on. Uh, it's a lot more fun than cross-chain MEV, I think. Right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I actually had a couple questions as well about uh, the Explorer. Um, Go for it. One was uh, pertaining to, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, is this like an explorer that like uh, that that's uh, friendly for like people looking for MEV? And then second, uh, how does this compare to how does this explorer compare to um, stuff that our users uh, currently use, like uh, Mint Scan or maybe like Ether Scan or uh, other explorers that we we kind of love and know. I think um, so. When it comes to the friendliness to people for you know MEV searchers, there is something that we do have in mind, especially because some of the background within our team is people that quite literally made by doing MEV research. Um, however, it's we very much want to emphasize the, but also Anne and Laura, one of our designers, call a human layer. Um, 
the human we want Dora to be the human layer of the blockchain. So in that sense, making it very friendly, very consumer forward, as opposed to necessarily being the data heavy behemoth that of course Dora can also become, that it's more so in scope of a V1 or V2. And then when it comes to more features that you see in Dora than you don't necessarily see in other source, like let's say like contract verifiability and so on. Um, or you know, maybe enable to personalize the view that you have for the cert for the explorer that you have. That's something that we will be revealing a little bit more around our MVP soft launch ahead of it, um, which should be a, a specifically within EVM and IDC more so after ETC. So even something around maybe eat Bogota actually, that might be something closer. Nice. And, and uh, I was also curious about uh, how, how do you how do you all feel about like an API for uh, for like looking through this data? Is that something you're also thinking about? Very much something that we're also thinking about. It's the, one of the first questions that we get as well. Um, if um, Estella or someone else from our team was also on this, they'll they'll be able to tell you. Yeah, no, we get this question a lot. It's something that we want to prioritize, not just yet though. Uh, we do have, of course, an API internally, but um, we don't want to, we want to make sure that if we are providing such critical infrastructure, such as an API, we want to make sure that it's as reliable as possible. Yeah, scaling that on top of maintaining like an internal mm -hmm. service with priorities, that, that's definitely a huge, uh, huge, huge lift. Um, Definitely excited to, to hear more about interchain kind of API querying and stuff like that to mm -hmm. get all the data in one place. That's super cool. Yeah, we want to make things as easy as possible for everyone. No one, no one should know why um, there's these multiple you know, consensus mechanisms or why it's so incredibly hard to query data from one domain and to another. And you know, if we can simplify that, then we we've succeeded already. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I see Kevin here. Uh, from Oni might have a question. Yeah, thank, thanks for having me up. I, I actually just had a, a quick question as someone who uh, has only admittedly uh, begun researching MEV uh, and kind of all the oddities of how that exists in the uh, in the Cosmos space. Um, so I think it's really cool that you guys are tackling this. I got your site up and all that right now. But uh, I was just curious, are you guys actually looking at um, kind of enabling uh, MEV uh, within the Cosmos? Are you just sort of more focused on the Explorer side of it? Um, and have there been any discussions about, for example, good MEV versus bad MEV, like sandwiching transactions, which is very common on Ethereum, um, any of that kind of stuff? We've had discussions on it, but it's more so from the standpoint that, oh yeah, like this is how some people on the team met, but it's not what we're looking to do. We're an explorer first. We want to be able to make, you know, check and chain friendly. We don't want to uh, provide data. So then the chain gets, you know, the chain and its users get hurt. We, we understand the, the undertakings of what it could imply. If you make something like this be more uh, accessible. So we don't want to foment that behavior. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Happy to hear that. Uh, and then the other question is just, um, and it could be just because I wasn't totally tracking initially, but um, like the average Cosmos user, um, what what would they be able to, like what kind of problem are you guys sort of tackling, I guess, in, in a most basic sense? Like, yes, we have Mint Scan. Um, it has its limitations. Like you're saying, it's really hard to query data and like, we see this on all the networks that we validate. It's like can be difficult sometimes to even ascertain how many wallets there are, for example, or uh, search and query, you know, specific data. So, is that more so your focus is is data querying? Um, our more our focus immediately is not necessarily data querying. It's just so making um, very in a very user friendly manner to visualize what is happening on each chain. Um, if you want a trend, if you want to have security as to whether or not the data that you just interacted with, right, um, which is 
will set on the AVM layer side of uh, Atmos, did the transaction properly go through the, um, if you know, the front end of the app itself does not necessarily work properly just yet, uh, we, you should be able to visualize this on chain. If you did a transfer on the, on IBC, then you should be able to visualize this on chain. You've got a little explorer that you are on and you don't, shouldn't have to switch up between them. Cool. That makes sense. Thanks yeah. for clarifying that. Yeah, no worries. And I guess the other thing is that, of course, like being able to provide these services does imply a fairly resilient infrastructure. So then, of course, that is that gets back into like, oh, is our primary focus just providing an API? No, it isn't. But later down the line, if we're building this type of work, of course, we're talking about it. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for, for being so engaged and all the questions. And thanks especially to Bunny and Anne for coming up here and, and uh, uh, showing off. Uh, Dora, looking forward to the soft launch. Um, and where can, where can people follow you folks? I guess the main Twitter account, search on Dora. Anywhere else they can stay um, tuned. Search on Dora, follow the entire team on Twitter as well, uh, at search on Dora. Uh, who else? And, you know, follow Anne, follow, follow people from the team. We'll, we all post about Dora every now and then in a very subtle manner. Super, super. Yeah. And, and stay tuned forward. for ACC as well. For, we will be showing some more stuff. Yeah, that's just next week, right? So it's uh it's fairly soon. Yeah, very much so. Awesome. Yeah, thank cool. you. Really appreciate it. Thanks also, again. Really folks. Feel free to stay. Too. Yeah, feel free to stay up here or or uh you know go back you know to the audience or you know we don't want to take up too much of your time. But thanks again. And uh, I guess now we'll be moving on to a few other minor topics. Uh, before uh, we get to our Q&A section. And folks, just a, just a quick recap on how the Q&A section works. Um, if you have a question, feel free to raise your hand and we'll bring you up on stage and uh, answer your question live on stage. Or if you're a little shy or if you, you, know, you don't have a working mic, you can always go to our Discord, discord.gg slash Evmos. Uh, and there is a community Q&A channel there where you can post your question and that'll be read out and answered by uh, by the core team up here. And that's, uh, you know, again, the Q&A section is near the end of the, uh, of the community call. All right. So uh, just a few minor updates since last week. Uh, there are a ton of, uh, you know, sort of like light utility slash tool chain applications out there that support Evmos. Uh, we tweeted about some of these uh, earlier last week. Um, one of them is, for example, uh, revoke.cash. Um, and what it lets you do is it lets you revoke token approvals um, from, from ERC20s, right? And so uh, if you are concerned about being hacked uh, or anything like that, then highly recommend you check out these tools. Uh, if you are looking for new wallets to use that support Evmos, also the other ones are uh, uh, Cointool.app and also uh, Rabi, right? So that's Rabi underscore O. All right, and we tweeted about all of these last week, so just scroll down on our page and you can check them out. Um, there's a few other tool chain uh, tool is tooling that that we'll be adding onto this thread as well as time goes on. Now, uh, we have Fede up here. And Fede, I was wondering if you could give a quick recap on sort of the state of, of the, the, uh, the, up, the update to, to the block speed uh, this past week. So we've been uh, watching and monitoring uh, this new block speed for reference. Uh, last week's upgrade uh, pushed block speed from six seconds to two seconds. So the chain is now lightning fast. Uh, and we've been you know, monitoring to see, uh, since this, this is the live chain with uh, organic traffic, um, we've been looking to see you know, whether there's any breakages or whether there's anything that we can do better. So Fede, do you, do you have an update for us? 
Yeah, so the chain has been running super smooth. Um, and if you probably use any of the applications in the um, Evmos chain, it's like honestly, it's uh, it's a massive UX improvement um, and huge, huge. Um, yeah, like wanted to bravo all the um, validators and all the um, node operators and infrastructure operators in the entire FMS community to to make this possible. And I think um, overall, it's been a smooth experience. The um, the only concern that we've had as an engineering team is that it has surfaced some uh, technical depth that we've had in the JSON RPC, um, specifically around WebSockets and uh, trace uh, tracing transactions, and um, that affects some monitoring for some like critical applications in the space. Um, I don't think that we will go back to like the old block times. Um, and because we'll be addressing and taking uh, a priority, especially to resolve the, that technical depth on the JSON RPC. Also trying to add more uh, integration tests, unit tests, et cetera, um, to take into consideration like different pruning settings on nodes um, so that we can serve all those queries for for basically all the, all the nodes with different pruning configurations. Um, yeah, I think like, yeah, so TLDR, it's, it's been an amazing experience if you've used all the applications. Uh, the chain is running smoothly, but uh, that has surfaced some infra like technical depth that we're currently working on at the moment. Thanks, is there an ETA on, on, on this, when this tech debt will be addressed? Is the plan to slow down the block speed on the next upgrade or are we going to be maintaining uh, the current speed, um, and what exactly is the tech that if you want to dive a little deeper? Yeah, so um, we're going to be maintaining, um, for the time being, the current uh, block times. And the tech that in, involves specifically uh, serving queries for different printing configurations and uh, some events monitoring for example if you if you get the logs um the the performance of that query is particular for some uh events that the evmos evm emits um is not the best so that means that if you're running that transaction the node might fall behind for a little bit and that also uh, if you have like subsequent events that you're monitoring in in subsequent blocks, um, that also means that you might lose one or two events here and there, uh, which is problematic from an observability uh, standpoint. And so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of like the like huge like, high level overview of the of the tech dev, and we're gonna be improving that and adding more unit and integration tests to make sure that we're able to serve those um, in a performant way to all the providers. Gotcha, thanks for breaking it down for us. Um, I know that a few folks have been having uh, uh, fee issues. Um, so, you know, you'll go to the dashboard, and it'll tell you, oh, you know, you haven't included enough fees in your transaction. Uh, those those issues are are known, and part of it uh, is due to the fact that um, I mean uh, that the base fee changes very very rapidly since since the uh, block times are so fast. Um, but we're working to address that on the front end as well. So that should be an upcoming fix. Um, beyond that, I just wanted to flag uh, a few events uh, uh, taking place over the coming weeks. So uh, ECC, I guess, Fede, uh, are you going to be giving a talk there? Yeah, I'm going to be talking at ECC and Nebula Summit. So if you're in uh, Paris, um, we'll love to connect to the Edmos community there. Super, super. So yeah, find, uh, find Fede's talk. Uh, in Paris. Uh, and then following that, I think uh, we're going to have a few events like uh, Hack Adam uh, in Seoul, Korea, 
uh, as well as uh, Korea Blockchain Week is taking place there. Uh, and in parallel with that, I think the, the hackathon that was originally proposed by uh, Hobi is, uh, is going to start ramping up. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, if you are looking to participate in a hackathon, I think both Hack Adam and the uh, Hobi uh, hackathon will be looking for submissions uh, from, from the developer community. So, uh, yeah, feel free to, to check that out. Yeah, and as, um, sorry. Just just before we continue to the next topic, um, as part of the presentation, I'm, I'm uh, also going to be announcing the Evmos approach to share security and interchain staking. Um, so, if you're excited about the new functionalities of the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, you should be even more excited about how Evmos is going to leverage those to bring the next generation of developers and users into the Cosmos ecosystem. Totally, totally. Yeah, I know that uh, there's been quite a, a bit of talk about shared security recently with the recent proposal uh, on the Cosmos hub that passed regarding uh, Neutron, is what it's called, uh, which is going to be the first consumer chain for, for sure, using shared security on the Cosmos hub. Uh, and so, yeah, I think we're all very excited to see your talk today and learn more about the Evmos approach to shared security. Um, and yeah, uh, I see Kevin. Kevin here has a question. What's up, Kev? Yeah, um, well, first of all, super impressed just from the validator side with how you guys have uh, sped up everything and the upgrade was like smooth as could be. Um, so just props to the team. That was an absolute pleasure and, um, you know, far fewer hiccups than I think anyone would have expected given the dramatic change to performance on the chain. So very, very well done on that. Um, I had a question on the hackathons and stuff, and this is just more for, for you guys, but um, what are some, some things that you guys are excited about or that you'd like to see? Like, you know, I know there's with hackathons, there's not really like requests for proposals, but if, if you did have an ideal world, what projects and, and sort of tasks uh, or problems would you guys like to see people tackle? Since I'm sure a lot of people are amping up for that and trying to kind of target the specific things that they're going to tackle. I'm curious what gaps you guys see. Yeah, totally. Well, if, uh, uh, if Dora hadn't come up here uh, a little earlier, Dora team hadn't come up here a little earlier, the, the top request, I think, would have been uh, an explorer that bridges the gap between IBC and EVM. Uh, you know, we've got great explorers on the on the IBC side, like, you know, Mintscan, Big Dipper, uh, et cetera, you know, the, the uh, Ping Pub, Dragon Stake explorers. Um, on the EVM side, you know, there are explorers like Etherscan and whatnot, but we don't have really a good explorer that, that covers uh, both and presents both to the user, uh, you know, as, as first-class citizens. Um, so that would have been my top request, honestly. Uh, there's a few other projects that I, uh, you know, there's a few other cool ideas on, uh, uh, that I've seen on Ethereum that I think would be, uh, would work well on Evmos. Uh, there's also a few things, uh, that I think would work better in a cross-chain environment or an interchain environment. Um, and, and I'd love to see those use cases built out as well. So things like, um, uh, payment streams over over the interchain, I think, would be a cool idea, and those could be payment streams over both, you know, over EVM chains, so between Ethereum and Evmos, and then also uh, between Evmos and the rest of the Cosmos ecosystem. What I'd really love to see, actually, digging into it, um, is uh, uh, more DApps that take advantage of, of IBC, um, uh, and so you know, it's in the books to to roll out interchain accounts um, at some point down the line. And once that's live, uh, dApps that are ready to take advantage of interchain accounts are, are uh, going to be best positioned for that. Um, but one last thing I'll say is, uh, is dApps that also take advantage of the upcoming fee split module uh, are also going to stand to benefit quite a bit. Um, the fee split module, as a reminder, 
the module developed by uh, Laurel Project, specifically Loredana, who I think is in the audience. Might have seen her earlier. Um, and uh, what it does is it lets, uh, instead of uh, applying the 1559 burn to, uh, to the base fee, um, it lets developers reap 50% uh, of, of the base fee charged to users. Uh, so they can actually build uh, you know, provable cash flows uh, you know, based on their application's usage. Um, so uh, lets them reap rewards from their hard work, which I think is appropriate. That's awesome. I just want to add, it's really, really cool. Yeah. So I'm sure Friday has an answer too. Yeah, in my so there's there's something that um is I guess this request is more something that I've heard from a lot of applications and uh users in general, uh which is uh an observability and metrics tool like Dune Analytics um that can serve all the EVM and interoperability functionalities um of the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah. Well, one last thing I'll say, one very last thing I'll say, and I've never seen this ever, but uh, a uh, an event tracking tool. So, you know, this is, I guess, is a subset of what Fede was talking about with monitoring and observability. But monitoring events on chain, on Cosmos chains, is underrated for some reason. Um, it hasn't been a core focus for any tool. Not even Mint Scan does this because events are how you track what happens on chain and you know bespoke state changes. Now the issue here is that every chain in the cosmos will will build in its own events, right? And so that's a, that's a problem. Um, but I think the fact that uh, event tracking doesn't exist in the same way that uh, EtherScan can track. Uh, EVM events is is a shame, and I think we can do better here. Anywho, uh, thanks for that question, Kevin. Great question. Um, one last thing I'll say is uh, we have a grants program. Uh, you can uh, find out more at evmos.blog. Uh, it's one of the first articles up there. Um, the grants program exists to help you. Uh, build out uh you know the things you want to build out uh equity free um and uh yeah we there's a the criteria is quite broad so feel free to to check it out and apply uh for an evmos grant hope to see you there now we uh we're moving into the q a section of the call um and we have about 12 minutes left to cover everyone's questions we have up here with us uh, uh, Monday. So we're bringing Monday up and we'll answer their, their question live on stage. Monday, do you have a question for us? You're muted, by the way. Yeah, um, um, please, uh, my, question, my question is, um, please, when, when is the, uh, the project actually launching the one uh, by said by Bonnie. Uh, if if the question is when is the project launching, uh, the answer is that Evmos launched about two months ago in uh, in late April, so almost three months ago now. Thanks for the question. All right. <laughs> if there's no response, I'll send you back down, uh, and feel free to raise your hand again. Uh, I think I'm. Oh, whoops. Okay. Well, if they if they come back up, oh, they come back up. Uh, they can ask their question again. Hey, Fred, we have Fresh up here. Fresh .sol. Do you have a question for us? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Is my mic clear? Yes, we can hear you just fine. Perfect. So, um, I'm I'm a participant in the rec drop. Um. I currently have funds on Diffusion and liquidity pools and staking on Diffusion and also in EarnMoss. Um, so, I mean, I'm trying to participate in the EVMOS ecosystem to the best of my ability. Um, I guess the questions that I have, one will be directed towards you and then one will be directed towards um, 
the space fi situation um the one for you is so uh when when do you think that protocols or dApps like diffusion uh, are going to take off and i guess not necessarily take off but how how do you think the are are you familiar with diffusion is is that a i mean is that a, an app that is going to actually build out or am i wasting my time there yeah totally so so the diffusion team from what i've been able to see has been they actually were on the, this call 2 weeks ago they were talking about some of the latest updates that they've been building out they just put out uh, an analytics dashboard to help users monitor their uh, their LPs. And I think what you might be asking about is um, the community is actually discussing a ton of liquidity mining programs at the moment in order to incentivize usage and and, and drive incentives to these uh, to these dApps. Um, and you should check them out at, at commonwealth.im slash Avmos. Um, basically what this means is that not only, for example, for Diffusion, not only will you be accruing uh, fees uh, for, for facilitating token swaps, but you'll also be uh, doing some liquidity mining as well once these programs get started. So it's just a matter of time before community can land on, on the proper structure for these things and, and execute on them. It takes some time to coordinate. Uh, did that answer your question? Yeah, I, I think that that's that's fair enough. I just want to make sure that uh, you know I'm not in a dead project. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I guess. And then um, that I have another question, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I so, also have so, a blow up question for you. Go ahead. No, no, just uh, after after yours. Perfect. Um, so I guess my next uh, question would be directed towards Spacefy. Um, I know he's not a speaker now, but I'm sure you guys have a lot more information on this um, than I do because this is the first time for me being in spaces on this uh, EVMAS protocol or anything similar to that because typically I'm uh, more involved with NFTs on Solana, obviously. Um, so the the protocol itself, it's just so confusing to actually be a part of it, if that makes sense, like between the beta the NFTs, like everything. I, I don't know where to deploy. I, I just, am I missing something or is it just meant to be that confusing of like, am I deploying in beta phase or are these like NFTs? Like, I, I don't know, man, it's a lot. Gotcha. Well, they, they can't, they haven't requested to speak, so they can't answer at the moment, but hey, Spacefy, if you're listening, uh, yeah, maybe maybe a good idea to to hop in the DMs and then and, and talk about it. And um, yeah, uh, fresh. Thanks for the feedback. Oh, here they are. No problem. No problem. Um, you know, I just I just wanted to make sure you know, or at least ask if anyone else is is has those similar um, you know situations going on, or if you guys can elaborate on it. If not, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Hey there. Uh, thanks for the question, Fresh. Uh, so uh, regarding our NFT system, uh, we are uh, we actually we have a very integrated platform, and we want everything to work together. So on our platform, uh, you can use NFTs to stick. Uh, and to sell trade with other uh, members, users of the community, uh, which is which is um, which is very different uh, because other protocols only you know, have just decks and farm, but we also have NFT minting and staking with a systematic tokenomics as well. And uh, regarding our um, our chains. Uh, our vision is to launch and connect FMOS to layer two, specifically ZK Sync uh, initially, uh, to attract more Ethereum community to involve in FMOS and Cosmos. Um, does it answer your question, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
And I mean, look, this is what these spaces are about, right? So I'm going to elaborate a little bit uh, of my concerns with you, if that's okay. Folks, yep. uh, before we b before we go deeper, I want to make sure we're giving time to the rest of the uh, people who are up here on stage with us. So res respectfully like to ask for you guys to take this offline and, and maybe, you know, uh, you know, maybe start a thread and we can all follow along with the conversation publicly. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Fresh, that's, that's send us a DM. We'll reach out to you. Sorry if this was the, the wrong venue for that, guys. I was just trying to spread as much information about Ivmos and the DFs as possible. Totally. No, no, we appreciate the feedback. Uh, so thanks, Fresh. I think we're just, for the, for the sake of, of, of time, we're just going to move on to the next speaker up here. So that's AJ, AJ Victor. Hey, do you have a, a question for us? Yeah, um, I just have two questions for Edmos. Uh, good day, everyone. So, okay. um, actually, um, I just started uh, navigating the what's it called, the Cosmos chain, and Edmos is my first project. Now, so my question about Edmos is uh, the staking aspect. Um. I just uh, got some explanations today that um, if one onboarding or unstake uh, is our initial stake, one we have to wait for 14 days before getting the Evmos. So I want to ask, why is it so? Why should I wait for 14 days before getting my Evmos that I staked? Yeah, great question. So uh, I think Kobe put out an article some time ago about you know the word staking and you know how DApps have been using it uh, kind of incorrectly in, in the past. So staking has a very specific meaning, and in, in in the context of L1s, what staking means is you're you're securing the network, right? Um, whereas you know DApps have been using the word staking or bonding. Uh, to just mean like uh, locking up tokens to to yield farm or something like that, right? Uh, which is not really what staking is about in the first place. Uh, now, Fede, do you want to explain sort of the security reasons why we have the unbonding period in the first place? Yeah, this has been a hot topic lately also with uh, liquid staking uh, implementations and proposals. Yeah, so the 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 unbonding period is uh, is used to solve what is called a nothing at stake problem. Um, basically, you're committing on two different blocks and then um, basically kind of like double signing. So if you have some evidence of you signing two different blocks, you can use uh, the uh, stake tokens, uh, the stake that are bonded in the protocol um to slash that specific validator so it, it's um the tldr it's like it's directly embedded in the security of proof of stake networks gotcha yeah the way i would explain it simply is that you basically need enough time to catch a malicious actor before they can exit the network so you need to be able to to stop them from withdrawing their their stake right, uh, for 14 days uh, so that you have enough time to sort of catch them and submit this evidence of a double sign uh, and that, so that you can punish them by, by things like slashing. So that's the explanation there, uh, AJ. So, so after 14 days, I'll get my uh, initial stake Evmos, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, um, okay, this question, coming is two in one. When uh, was Evmos launched? And um, I see Evmos is uh, a, a potential project under the, uh, what's it called, the Atom ecosystem. And uh, when I did my research, I saw it, it was only um, listed on uh, one decentralized um, exchange. Sorry, centralized exchange. And that's I can remember that's is it Bifget or I can't remember. Anything. 
So why is it not on other uh, centralized gas exchanges here? Yeah, great question. Uh, right now, the team is not uh, working on, on things like listings and and whatnot on centralized exchanges. Uh, however, uh, it's the, the token is permissionless, the network is permissionless, and many uh, decentralized exchanges uh, have already listed it, um, you know, like you know, on Osmosis and on Diffusion. And I think there's even a pool on Uniswap uh, on Ethereum. So uh, that's if you're looking to acquire the token, that's where you can go. So, uh, because I faced a lot of um, obstacles when I was trying to um, uh, when I was trying to convert my osmosis to what's it called, like my item to osmosis, then from osmosis to uh, to um, Evmos, like that would be my first time of doing that kind of transaction. And um, imagine a newbie in crypto and doesn't know how to go about it you know the person will lose funds so i understand your explanation all right thank you very much for your time thanks aj appreciate that and yeah, yeah that's that's something we we're thinking about too yeah. uh folks so have... um okay uh, okay no problem no problem sorry yeah thanks aj uh uh so i think we we have to end it here actually there's there's a lot of Folks who still want to want to speak, but uh, we're over time. Kevin, did you have any uh, closing thoughts here? I I had one very very quick question, um, which is just I you know with all of the assets coming into the space, has there just been any talk of uh, any kind of potential on ramp like I don't Axelar or Cato or anything like that to kind of simplify that process that AJ was talking about? Well, Axelar Axelar is just a bridge. Uh, bridge protocol uh, with its own chain. Um, right now, the bridge with the most liquidity on Evmos is Nomad. So if you're entering uh, the Evmos ecosystem via Ethereum, I think the best way to do that is is via Nomad. Uh, and then if you know if you're coming the other way, if you're coming from the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, you can probably purchase Atom uh, on on a centralized exchange and you know, convert that. Uh, uh, either directly to Evmos on uh, on the Evmos network, um, or uh, soon, I guess. Or you can uh, convert that to Osmosis, and then from Osmosis to Evmos. Cool. Well, thank you. I was just curious if there was anything on the on ramp side that that makes total sense. Totally, totally. Thanks so, for the question. Um, um, one more last thing. I'm really sorry. Yeah, do you have any plan of like? listing probably now or in the future on um these decentralized um or centralized exchanges like binance and the like yeah so the the team doesn't handle uh things like listings and stuff uh you know the exchanges decide you know what they want to list when and for us as the t as as the core team we don't really yeah, talk to centralized exchanges about those sorts of things or or really coordinate with them. It's it's uh, the network itself is permissionless, so anyone can can decide whether they want to list or not list whatever they want. Um, all right, so that's it for the questions today. I just wanted to very quickly read off the last few questions from the Discord because I want those folks to get a chance as well. Uh, as usual, we're getting questions about foundation delegations and uh, and uh, testnet rewards. Uh, my answer, as always, is uh, you know coming in the next couple weeks, months. Um, the major barrier, again, folks, is the fact that the tooling uh, around Cosmos multisigs is so poor. Obviously, we have uh, smart contract multisigs now with the Gnosis Safe deployment, but those multisigs can't stake just yet, right? Uh, so we can't do delegations through Gnosis Safe. Unfortunately, we wish we could. Now, if somebody wants to build a, a graphical user interface for the Cosmos multisigs in a way that is sensible and custodies private keys uh, securely, then uh, I'd you know I'd be more than happy to uh, suggest you 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 know come talk to us. Uh, we can direct you to to uh, you know grant funding and whatnot. 
would love to see a tool like that come and come to fruition uh, in order to speed up our operations. But right now, uh, the foundation as is just cannot do that many delegations or multi-sig operations uh, in general. Like th things like simple transfers just take forever um, because you know not everyone on the foundation is is technical. Not everyone on the foundation knows how to use a command line, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So you know, please have some like due consideration for for these sorts of issues, and you can help speed things up. You can make that possible, right? And so instead of asking when, uh, please, you know, help volunteer your time to, to to build something out that is a net good for not just us, but the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Um, the other thing I want to, sorry, sorry for interrupting, but the yeah. other thing that I want to add to that is that we're also hiring. Um, we're hiring core engineers that can help us ship these and other functionalities. Um, so if you're interested in working with us and learning everything about Cosmos, EVM, et cetera, and uh, solving all these issues is of interest of you, um, you should consider applying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, so beyond that, we have some other questions. Uh, one thing that Christian from the Laurel project is, points out is that uh, I mentioned tools for events earlier. And I haven't watched the video that he's linked, but uh, he's linked a relevant video to that regarding observability of events. Um, so check that, check out that video. And that's again in the community Q&A uh, channel. Now, the last question that we keep getting is, uh, when will there be uh, uh, Kepler plus Ledger support? So for Ledger users out there, when will they be able to use Kepler? Um, so here's the answer. All right. Up until now, it hasn't been our call for whether or not Kepler gets ledger support. That's the Kepler team's call. All right. Uh, there's nothing we or you know anyone on the Evmos team can do to speed up those sorts of like milestones. Right. Kepler is a different team with their own roadmap. Um, the good news is that uh, we'll be building out support ourselves to help out the Kepler team. Uh, we'll be building out support for the Ethereum app on Ledger. So there's no way to use the Cosmos app to sign Evmos transactions. You have to use the Ethereum app, but we're going to be making the Ethereum app accessible via Ledger, uh, via, via Kepler, sorry. Right? So the Ethereum app on Ledger will be accessible via Kepler, and that will be the canonical way for users to sign those sorts of transactions. All right. Cool. So hope that that answers everyone's questions. Uh, that's it for this community call today. Uh, for the folks who are uh, uh, on the call who haven't had their questions answered, Please circle back next week uh, and fresh and spacefy. I'm looking forward to that thread, um, so we can we can share it and and so that people with the same question can have their questions answered. Folks, this has been a good one. It's another community call in the books. I love you all. Take care. See you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos community call recorded on Tuesday, July twelfth, two thousand twenty-two. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue. When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London, the rules are confusing, so let loose the juices and try not to act like they tightened up the noose. These fools are abused like a problem stepchild, ruling the coop with some modest exile. I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles, a comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles. So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving. I'm up with the platter, a bait behind the curtain. Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it. Letting these Nerds know the wait was worth it I'll perk it up while I serve in some bullshit This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans Opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth It's getting on my nerves so let's make them feel nervous
I go tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So lock it down locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get film pirating all your privacy sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind you gotta wash the brain and erase the time now shut the fuck up while we wait in line Spaces. <laughs>